I find this so hypocritical, so hypocritical. The church would do this, but it's not shocking. No, it's not. Look how much gold they hoard. Look how much greed they have. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I want to say thank you for being here today, for spending your Wednesday with us. Uh, as, as always, Texas just can't seem to make up its freaking mind. It, like, we have a beautiful day out here. I want to say it's like, what, mid-70s? We're in, we're in January. It's nice. What the hell's going on? Like, what, the, what the hell is going on? I'm not going to question it. I, for one, am questioning this. I, for one, Greta Thunberg, unfuck this right now. That's your responsibility. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Of course, more of it is coming to light that it was a staged opportunity, as we talked about yesterday. Like, the fact that when the police are picking her up and she's got this little smirk on, that little shit has no fear. She knows they're not going to do anything to her. She's too famous. She is the love child of the lesbians on the left. It's like fetal alcohol (laughs) syndrome meets Down syndrome meets whatever the fuck this little spawn of Satan is. That's exactly what this is. And I love the fact that Democrats just lord her above them as if she is just... The heaven-sent savior of global warming, folks. These are liberals that are sitting here that, again, think men can be women and women can be men. Um, She looks like a full-grown midget. (laughs) We're horrible human beings. We're horrible human beings. I'm only kidding. I'm not. uh, Well, I'd seen a post where it talked about the um, just the absurdity. Like, Ben Shapiro's ripping her up and down. Like, it's... And the thing is, Shapiro will do it in a very intelligent manner. And she's not going to respond to him. She knows better. Tate, she can get away with. Shapiro, you're not going to win that debate. But, um... Good Lord. Just good, good Lord. It's, it's ridiculous. Just just a, a little shithead. Just a little shithead. So there you have it. But uh, what's going on, folks? Thanks for tuning in today. Um, got a lot of news for you today and some really interesting news as well. Some things that, like, I didn't see coming. Uh, some cat fights that we didn't know that we needed. Uh, just it's, it's, it's crazy. But I wanted to take a second real quick, and I had the weirdest thing happen last night. I had another company come over to uh, do a bid on my house. I want to redo the, sh- or I did want to do the redo the shower in the master bedroom and input or uh, install a soaker tub with a shower as well. And apparently, people are getting away from the soaker tubs because I'm going to be renting this house out in the next couple of years. Yeah. I'm going to move, buy some land. And the guy came over. The, the first company came out and they wanted like twenty thousand. I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "I am not paying you twenty thousand dollars to redo the bathroom. All that it is is take the tile off." you know, rip the shower stall out, install the tub, redo some of the plumbing. And I priced out each of these things independently. And the total cost from me having to purchase materials would be around 2500 to roughly $3,000. And then when they gave me a price breakdown, it was, well, it's going to cost 900 to install this flooring or this piping. It's like, wait a minute, how long would that take you hourly? Like, well, we can get it done in a day. I was like, so then your hourly, it, it doesn't add up. And then they try and spin it towards, well, you're paying for a warranty. It's like, fuck the warranty. I could go hire illegals to do this for way cheaper. They'll probably do a better job. And even if they don't, I can go hire another illegal set to fix what the original ones fuck up and still be 50% under what you're quoting me. And it's like, your warranty doesn't mean dick all because that's how you get people. Most people don't use the warranty. They just don't. So it's like, so anyway, 
this company came out and they were really nice. And, and I'm not knocking either company. The representatives were super nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think they're used to dealing with stupid people. And it's like, look, you could take a shit in a box, slap a warranty off. It doesn't make, doesn't make it worth $20,000. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, I'm just going to let that one go. Okay. But um, so they came out and it was actually a really interesting conversation that we had because we kind of got off topic of the actual bedroom or the uh, the bathroom and we started talking politics because they uh, they were like, what do you do? It was like, you have a very nice house. Like, you, what do you do? And I told them. And I actually managed to give them some shell shock products. And they were like, we're really, because one guy finally confessed. He was like, after talking for like an hour, he's like, yeah, I smoke a J when I get home. He's like, I, I just, I have to do it to relax. Like, try these. But they were really cool. But the reason I brought this is up this up is because we got on the topic of traditionalism in society and how it, it does appear to be making a comeback. And I, I was speaking with a friend in the fitness industry and he, he noted, he was just like, it seems to me as if morality is dying. And I was like, oh, I fully agree. In the fitness industry, you see these women that are posing in these very just provocative poses with very little to the imagination. This isn't fitness. This is softcore porn. I was like, I'm sorry, there is a clear difference. You can still have a certain level of class and respect for yourself versus having to show your camel toe to the entire world or check out my hamstrings while looking at my bleached butthole. And it's like, this is not fitness. This is lust driven. And of course, you're going to have the women that come out and say, well, then, you know, correct your thoughts. No, 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 no. This is where you women get it wrong. This is where you get it very wrong. It is you potential homewreckers. It is you seductresses out there that use that as like, you should just change your thought. No, if I am sexually attracted to certain erogenous zones on you and you full well knowing this, this is how all men are. All straight men are like this. We like the boobies. We like the butt. We like the vagina. And you are choosing to showcase that. You know where our focal point's going to be. You cannot sit there and tell a hungry dog to change its nature and, and stop being a hungry dog. You cannot tell men to stop being sexually attracted to the things that you are clearly displaying in the name of fitness. So these same women will go out there and they will post these things. I can't just find a quality man, all these fuck boys in my DM, because you present yourself in such a fashion that is so degrading and sexualizing that that's what they treat you as. I had a conversation with a friend of mine. I told her, it's like, you know why women that are classy, that have self-respect, that are truly independent and strong and don't have to advertise about it. Do you know why fuck boys don't go near them? Because they know they do not stand a chance in hell because that woman is awake. She knows her value. She can spot a fuckboy a mile away. And that's why the fuckboys will always go for the degenerates. They're easy to manipulate. These women are so easy to manipulate. And they fall for it time and time again. So I told my friend, I was like, I was telling him, it's just like, dude, the fitness industry is over. I was like, now it's just softcore porn. Every one of these fitness models has got an OnlyFans. It's not about health. It's not about happiness. It's look how shredded I can get. Check out my supplement company. I'm wearing the same clothing as everybody fucking else does. There's no individuality. And that's why it's just, it's a bore. It's a fucking bore at this point. And that's why swinging in the fitness industry is fucking huge as well, by the way. And I'm not, you do what you want to do. I really don't care. But nobody wants to call out these hoes. You're a fucking digital prostitute at this point. I I don't know what else to tell you on this because morality is dying. And this is what the conversation was about last night. It's that we're seeing more and more now of this hedonistic society making its way. And it's starting to be rebuffed because people are like, we're tired of these loveless relationships. Hookup culture is destroying America. And it truly is. I myself participated and I agree for a while. It's like, oh, it feels good. But realistically speaking, you're killing yourself slowly. We are, we are desensitizing ourselves to the closeness that sex brings together. And it's because of things like social media and this false sense of empowerment that a woman can go out there, or a man, mainly a woman, because women are always talking about how empowered they are. And empowered people don't do that. Alpha males don't have to wear a shirt that says fucking alpha male. You just do it. And you don't give a fuck what the opinions of other people are. And you don't need to, to advertise it. But these people will go out there. And to prove how independent they are, they go towards degeneracy because it's the easiest thing imaginable. It's easy to make money off of your body. Body. Men will pay. Prostitution is the world's o- oldest profession. But you cannot really realistically sit there and say how empowered you are when you took the easy route and you sold your morality. Yes, morality is a real thing, folks. Because when people say this, like, well, your morality is too high. Well, then you tell me where the line in the sand is. Because if you would sell your body, what else would you be willing to sell? Probably your soul. And I'm going to get a lot of pushback on this, but I really don't care. I really don't care. Do you think it goes both ways for, like, men as well? I think it, uh, here's the, the uh, bikini. Yes, here's the deal. I'll even say a man that has an OnlyFans is weaker than a fucking woman because men know better. Men should know better. 
a leader, an actual leader, a, a man that knows himself and is high value and is, is worth his weight in gold would never subject him, himself to sexualizing himself to make a quick buck. He should earn his living by the sweat of his brow or the things he invested his time and energy into. Something noble, something good, something that contributes to society. But when you go on OnlyFans as a man and you cash in, you're weaker than a woman. I don't have any respect for men that do something like that. And I got some friends to do it, and I have no respect for them. I'll still be friends with them. When it comes to actual respect, I've got none, literally none. That's just how, I don't care if that offends you. Those are my standards. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like John is fucking perfect. John is not perfect, but John is working on bettering himself now because I identified a lot of things that I have done wrong that I did in the name of liberty and the name of sexual freedom. And it's like, yeah, these things come with a cost. I wish I never would have done the threesomes. I wish I never would have done a lot of this stuff because I look at these things like this was not good for you. This didn't contribute anything to your spirit, to your soul. It only imbibed on the pleasures of the flesh. And while sex is an amazing thing, we should progress and identify and say sex is a very normal thing between a man and a woman. There's nothing to be ashamed of. But when you go too far with that, it's just like everything must be in moderation. Now, look, this is me. This is just my views on it. You do whatever you want to do. You want to go out there and sell your butthole for five bucks. There's going to be men and women that will pay for this. But ultimately, you've cashed in. And the reasons that people don't want to face that music is because it then means you have to sit there and say, I did something wrong. And it's never too late. You can always go back and change things. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I have self-respect. I want to be respectable. Because it comes down to this thing of when a man and woman are together, there has to be that, that mutual understanding of trust and respect. When the trust is compromised, it never comes back fully. It never comes back fully. So it's kind of like, why put yourself in precarious situations to where it would cause you to compromise your sense of morality? Well, instead of compromising, people just simply lower it instead. It's like, oh, it's not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal because you don't want it to be a big deal. There's a reason that your parents taught you to be ladies, to be gentlemen, to have class, but they don't want to do that because that's the hard road. It's hard. People aren't going to like me for that, but I really don't fucking care. It's the truth. It's the truth. And never before in my life have I seen so many women out there with your tits hanging out, your little camel toe peeking out from behind your little bikini on your fitness picture, which I still do not understand for the life of me, how you flexing a bicep and then quoting Jesus has anything to do with each other, like whatsoever. This trend needs to die like Epstein. Holy fuck. How many of you nerds out there in the fitness world, and this is why I just, I, I detest the fitness world. I don't go to the events anymore. It's literally just nothing but chest thumping and body dysmorphia out the roof. Women sacrificing femininity to get on the juice, to look more masculine, to, to you know, basically be more accepted by random judges on a stage that judge you with no black and white criteria. It's all subjective. You're changing your body in a non-healthy way. But I don't have very much respect for the fitness industry anymore. But for the life of me, I still don't understand how posting a picture of your tits busting out of your little sports bra have anything to do with what Christ's commandments said or self-empowerment. Look at me as I sexually degrade myself. Jesus loves you. Now pay for my butthole. Might be in the Catholic, Catholic church. Whew. I'll say it. I don't care. You know, I don't care. It's one of those things that look, because I even had uh, the, the same person I were talking and he was like, men do it too. I was like, yes, men do do it. Men allow their women to act like that because they're low caliber men. They're low quality men. Would you allow your wife? And when I say allow, it's not a matter of physically. It's a matter of if you decide to go opposite of what I'm saying, my standards are, I will leave you. Would you allow your wife to go out in a very immodest, immoral dress to showcase her assets for the world to see? She would never do it anyway. Exactly. Because she's got class. Mm -hmm. She's a good mother. She sets a great example for your children. Yeah. So a lot of these women out there, or excuse me, the men that encourage this, that she's just expressing herself. She's expressing the fact that she's showing off erogenous zones for other men to lust after and to other women to be jealous of. Security is not needing to showcase what you've got, but you simply high value it and only give it to someone that has earned that trust and love. And that's the problem with this hedonistic society. Everything, everything is based on pleasure and nothing on wisdom, experience morality, nothing. It's all instant gratification, instant pleasure. 
And this is why society is falling. And this is exemplified and even magnified within the LGBT especially. But heterosexuality is as much at fault in regards to uh, immoral degeneracy as homosexuality does. It's all, it's all the same. I'm not saying one's worse. I mean, I'll, I'll trying to fuck kids is probably 10 times worse than just being a digital whore. So, I don't know. At minimum. At minimum, yeah. But had to get that preaching out of the way. It was just, it was on my heart. It was uh, something I just wanted to say. Again, he that is with us, without sin cast the first stone. I'm not trying to say that you're better than or less than me. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you can change at any time. You can clean it up and turn respectable and work harder and grind harder and really actually be truly empowered and utilize your mind to earn your living, to build that business, to do these things. But I'm telling you, I, I just, it's, it's kind of like we talked about that story with Ron Jeremy, who now has dementia. He's facing 30 charges of rape or whatever the case may be. And it's like, look, I am not condoning what he did, but when you lay down with dogs, you are going to get fleas. We have to stop thinking in the sense of like, well, if I'm going to wear scantily clad outfits, then maybe you should just clean up your thoughts. Why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that outfit? You want the attention. Otherwise, you would not wear that outfit. You crave the attention because secretly deep down inside, you've got the spirit of a prostitute. Uh-oh. Would you ever hang out with Ron Jeremy? Given Fuck the no. Yeah, Absolutely I not. I don't know what the allure would be. You know well, what I mean? when you're younger, it's because he has his pick of women. Yeah, but then you get older and more experienced. now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. Like, who even knows who that guy is who oh, isn't a Gen Xer? Yeah. Well, millennials, too. Some millennials. Some millennials, true. Older millennials. Older millennials, yeah. Like yourself. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's it, true. It, it, uh, yeah, I just couldn't see the, uh, the fascination uh, with wanting to be, I don't know, AIDS. Yeah, yeah true. Well, it, it's kind of like, um, I, guess, I guess maybe it's like star power, I guess. Some people could be enamored with somebody that's had sex with so many women. But at the same token, it's like you've given so much of yourself away. There's nothing left of you. You have no soul. Um, and I'm not saying that you couldn't change your ways later on in life. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to become better. I genuinely mean that I am trying to become better. I've, uh, the, the, uh, the, the pornography I'm trying to stop. Um, I don't know. You're looking nice. Uh, dressing uh, you know, dressing well, nice. You know, you say that I had Omar ask me this question. It's nothing on Omar. I love Omar. He's a great kid. He's like, why are you starting to dress nicer? And it's like, well, Omar, it's because I, I truly feel that you should dress how you feel. And I want to feel better about myself. I want, and it's not dressing nice simply to so showcase, oh, I'm rich. It's simply to say your outward appearance reflects your inward appearance. So why not take pride in yourself, take pride in exercising, take pride in uh, taking care of your looks. And I don't mean to the point where you look like a beta or a metrosexual, but like even the Spartans took pride in uh, their beards, their hair. And this, this goes back from the age of like uh, the birth of Western philosophy, if you will. If you look at the Athenian heritage, Spartan, Greek heritage in general, and of course, a lot of them were homosexuals. Let's not even deny that part. But there was still the air of taking pride in your appearance. It's why it's in the military. It's ingrained. You spit shine your boots. You press your uniform. Your hair is cut. You're shaven. You look presentable. Because I'm telling you, if you're a veteran and you're still listening to my podcast, because after this one, I'm probably going to lose a lot of followers, but I really don't fucking care because at least you know where I stand. Um, a lot of the old school veterans, when we wore BDUs, that's back when it was the green fatigues, not the Vietnam straight green, but the actual camouflage ones. Mm -hmm. You could take these things and you could press it yourself and you'd put down at least three layers of starch because your sleeves had to have a, a, uh, a, a crisp um, crease. crease and you would starch the ever loving shit out of that. So you would have two uniforms that were your garrison uniforms and the RSU uniforms were field uniforms that you could fuck up, you weren't gonna iron them, they looked like shit, but you never wore them in the ranks, only in the field training. Those other ones, the, the garrison ones, you walk out and you are looking like a fucking soldier, a professional, crisp looking soldier. And we've lost that. We have lost that as a society. Where is the care anymore? Where is the care in how we appear? How many, how many job interviews have you and I had that we watched the interviewee come in and he's wearing cargo shorts and flip-flops? I'm like, look at this guy wearing a hat and T-shirt, douchebag. You own the fucking business. That's the benefit. <laughs> like my old company commander said, and he, he, he was right. It's like, sometimes, John, it's just good to be king. Uh, but you also have to realize what you're wearing, you've earned the right to wear that. You took the financial risk. You've done the work. This is what comes with that type of risk and hard work. You've definitely earned it. For somebody that has not, then you got to play the game. Yeah. But even still, you know, and I'm not like, you dress how you want. Like, I'm not judging anybody on that. It's just me for me. This is what makes me feel good sometimes. Sometimes I'm going to dress in the same thing. It's, it's, I like it. I like the vests. I, I do like the vests too. I'm not going to lie. Did you I'm, take I'm the uh, magic carpet into work today? Aladdin. Aladdin reference. 
That's a different kind of vest. Yeah, that was funny. That was the, oh my God. Like, okay, that's it. We're ending the podcast. I'm finding it. <laughs> finally, finally you used it right. Finally you used it right. And now I don't feel so bad. That was funny. Oh my gosh. I got a kick out of it. I bet you did. I, I bet you did. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, oh my God. Do you, do you still love me? Do you still love me, chat? Probably not. All the women are probably like, fuck that guy. And here's the thing. I know I go off on the women, but men, it's your responsibility as well. If you're wanting a high value, uh, quality, traditional woman, and this is something that I feel a lot of men don't understand, in order for a woman to submit to you, the man, if you're wanting a, a traditional relationship, in order for her to submit to you, she first has to trust you and respect you. The fact that she is going to allow you to be the leader in the relationship, which does not in any way indicate that you are better. It simply means that in any relationship, there has to be a leader and there has to be a follower. You can make decisions together, but there's got to be a final call. Anyone that argues differently, they're full of shit. Every team has got a team leader. The quarterback leads the team, yada, yada, yada. In tango, the, the man leads or the woman leads if the woman so chooses, but there has to be a leader you cannot be on the same team and not have a leader it does not work but with that being said for a woman to submit to you you have got to present the confidence of being a leader a man of integrity a woman that can say i don't mind hitching my wagon to him because he is going good places and i want to encourage him to go those and go with him and support him or if you want to have a more progressive relationship to where she's working as well still there's got to be a leader so men, by and large, need to embrace these traditional ideas of masculinity, of a, uh, a sense of accomplishment, ambition, a willingness to work, taking care of yourself, educating yourself, not being lazy. And it's, it's hard work for men. It is hard work for men and women too. So it's not me trying to pick solely on the women, but it is more prominent within the female sex, especially on social media, to glorify themselves in a sexual way versus men and i think a lot of the only fan stuff like for men it's like i'm sorry it's just like bro no respect whatsoever that's just that's the easy way out i didn't even think it was possible what for men to do it yeah oh yeah a lot of gay men do it it's the same it's the same on both sides of the thing but there's it's just way more women do it right way more women i don't know i just don't think you can make a lot of money as a man oh no you can you can i've had a model friend that she never did it but one of her best friends that's gay does it he he, he pulls in a good amount of money a good amount of money Get a good amount of dick. Good amount of dick. <sighs> Whew. All right. <laughs> John knows how to make friends and influence. I know how to piss people off. <laughs> because I'm saying what a lot of people believe. They just don't want to say it because they're afraid of the backlash of the leftists out there. Well, who fucking cares? Who cares? I mean, I don't. I'm not going to be friends with these people anyway. So who gives a shit? Oh, my God. All right. This episode was brought to you by, I always pick the worst times to enter. You know what? We're going to hold off on that real quick. <laughs> no, I'm playing. This episode was brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Have you entered for the iPhone 14 giveaway? If you have it, you're wrong, but it's not too late. It is not too late. $50 purchase or more on ShellshockCBD.com gets you entered to win. We will announce the winner at the end of this month. And no questions asked. If you get picked, we're sending you the iPhone 14. Now, if you want to go to a pawn shop and hawk that motherfucker, it's completely up to you. You want to resell it? Complete. I don't care. It's yours to do with as you see fit. So there you go. There you go. Check that out. What have you got to lose? Not a damn thing. It's the big boy, too. It is. 128 gigs. You're going to love it. I, I think it's, it's a damn good thing. Hold on. I'm getting texted. Okay, it's just uh, stuff we're dealing with the Instagram shop. I'll get with it after this. All right, the cat fight, we never knew we needed, but I am kind of interested to see how it turns out. Let's get into the news, folks. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert reportedly channeled Mean Girls at the Capitol. First day of the 118th Congress turned into the first day of high school this month when reps Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert got into a bathroom shouting match over a certain man, according to a new report, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna certain, I'm, I'm certainly gonna guess that man's initials are DT. Just gonna guess. Huh. Now let's push pause on the hilarity of this this story because there is a serious issue here that I have warned warned listeners about. Lauren Boebert now finds herself in a very very difficult position because Marjorie Taylor Greene, 
clearly is a Trump loyalist. She has hitched her wagon to Donald Trump. And when Donald Trump does something wrong, I sincerely doubt she will have the tenacity nor the courage to stand up and disagree with him. I don't see it happening. Marjorie Taylor Greene favored uh, McCarthy to be GOP speaker, or excuse me, House speaker, when McCarthy has a history of not being as conservative as I feel most conservatives should be. Um, he undermined Donald Trump on January 6th. He's for sending your money to Ukraine. He's made a lot of neocon-based calls. Lauren Boebert, uh, Gates, and the rest of them stood against McCarthy, saying, we don't want this guy. He's not conservative enough. He's basically a shill that will work with the left, and we've got to stop doing that. Donald Trump himself endorsed McCarthy. Donald Trump now just, it's coming more and more to light. More, more, more people are waking up and seeing. Donald Trump has got a history of very, very bad picks. This guy can do some great business, but whom this dude surrounds himself with is very bad. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is all in favor of Mitch McConnell, or excuse me, uh, well, probably him too, McCarthy, because McCarthy's probably going to work with her. He's probably, I think he's already assigned her some, some committees, some shit like that. But Lauren Boebert, when she took a stand against Donald Trump, thus began the soon, I shouldn't say soon, but the breakup mm -hmm. of Boebert and Trump. Because Boebert stood on the House floor, and I will commend this woman for what she did. I have nothing but respect for her on this one. Many other things I do not agree with her on. But she stood there on that microphone and said, my favorite president, blah, 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 but I've got to disagree. And it's like, you just earned a lot of respect in my book. You held true to your convictions. Marjorie Taylor Greene wouldn't even do that. She would. So the point that I'm trying to make is now Lauren Boebert is going to be an outcast. I, I'm seeing it coming. She will be an outcast eventually to the MAGA Republicans. And it's, again, just like with Democrats, like you don't have enemies, you make enemies. MAGA Republicans will do it to Lauren Boebert as well. Maybe not right away, but she has now started to separate herself ever so slightly from the Trump loyalists. And if you're in the MAGA crowd, if you're in the, the Q cult and all that stuff that follows Trump like that, and you start to say, I disagree with Trump on this, they will kick you out. Turning point will turn on you. Now, of course, Boebert has a long way to go before that happens. But if she holds true to her convictions, it's going to happen a lot sooner than most people would expect. That's just how I see this. Marjorie Taylor Greene going in there, having a screaming match. Folks, what do you think that's about? Why couldn't you blindly support McCarthy? Because Donald Trump wanted us to do this. Like, this is another reason why women, you're so infatuated with a man in power, you will listen to him. But Boebert didn't. I'm like, now that is an empowered woman mm -hmm. in that situation. Marjorie Taylor Greene, furthest thing from it. Folks, I said it before, I will say it again. You got yourself a short-haired soccer mom idiot that is in Congress. I don't care what people say about her. I don't give a fuck if she's on Tim Pool's podcast. I don't. I don't give a fuck. And I'm not, I'm not even a really big fan of Tim Pool. I'm just not. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, people's like, well, when he had her on her show, you could have a fucking Nazi on your show. And I'm not saying that she's a Nazi. It's not what, but I'm saying just by you know, proxy of having somebody on your show or just by the act of it does not give them credibility. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's cool to interview the circus clown because it's interesting. They're a clown. Absolutely. So the things you know, that I've seen- She was able to get elected, I think, you know, it's, which is more than a lot of people have been able to do, so- Yeah, but so I did mean, AOC. Yeah, The idea of being elected just means that you've got a lot of stupid people in your district. Right. And, or mean, you're like, saying the right things they want to hear. Like, take, for example, Steven Crowder's radio. By the way, folks, go spam his DMs. I've tagged him. I emailed him. I don't know how else to get a hold of this dude. Uh, go spam his DMs, spam his comments, tell him that we would love to sit down and have an interview with him or to work with him. He's talking about building that network, and Josh and I are fucking, oh, my God, yeah, absolutely. No contracts? 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. Would love to help uh, seeing that grow because Crowder talked about the big con. And the big con, he doesn't mean like a big con job. He's talking about big conservatives working with big tech. I don't know who he's talking about, but I have my suspicions. It's probably something to do with Daily Wire, probably something to do with Turning Point, because nobody goes against Turning Point. God help you if you do. Then you must hate the conservatives. I think Turning Point, it's just a large group of sellouts pandering for money. Uh, I think they work with big tech hand in hand. I, I really, truly do. But that's just my views on it. But Crowder comes out and talks about the big con. There are these big faces out there in the conservative movement they're not really taking care for you or taking care of you because they just want money. They're clout chasers. My God, folks, how many times have I said this? How many times have I, have I warned people about this? Over and over and over and over and over again. Crowder's saying it now. Hopefully some people will start to wake up and you'll start to really look at these influencers that are out there um, not really pushing for constitutionally sound legislation and not supporting constitutionally sound opinions or ideas. They're grifters. 
I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. It was an interesting um, statement he put out yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of leave, it makes yeah. you wonder what what's going on there. I don't. I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, turning point is would be colluding with big tech because they themselves they have been censored. Here's it sounded thing. more like how they would uh, treat the people that would come on their net. If it Has is them. turning point been censored though? Have they really been censored? Wait, I think Charlie Kirk was mentioned. Uh, it was, but at the same face? token, Candace Owens, which she had yeah, been mentioned, well, and being, and Candace Owens, I don't think is with Turning Shadow Point. Band. She's with Daily War now, but is she? Yeah. I mean, the Twitter files certainly, but it's just still kind of like. But look at your engagement. Your engagement's insane. Like your following is insane. And she's like, you have no strikes. You haven't been banned. Like, what's going on here? I, I don't know. It's interesting. It is interesting because I think there's a lot more, and even things that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more under the surface of this social media iceberg and conservatives working together than we actually realize. There's a lot more to it that meets the eye because here's the deal. We can't even run ads on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. They will not let us whatsoever, regardless of product. It doesn't matter because we're conservatives. The things that we've said are very controversial. They will never let us. How are these other companies getting away with this? And they say far more controversial things than we do. I don't... It's a very good question. Good question. I don't know. Nobody wants to ask those questions because it doesn't... It doesn't. Nobody wants to allow the thoughts into their mind that maybe their beloved influencer and political commentator could be a shell. Mm-hmm. Could very well be a shell. And I've been saying it for a very long time. Ah, but Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Good for, good for her. I hope she does not change her stance. You know, I think that's good. I think it's very good. You know, you don't have to agree with everybody on everything all the time. But when you've got the Marjorie Taylor Greens trying to go in there and yell at you and get peer pressure you and say, do what Donald Trump wants, then you're not a representative of the people. You're now a representative of Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't think anybody likes somebody yelling in their face telling them this is what they need to do. If you yeah. have a compelling argument, yeah. then you know, start with that. Did Marjorie Taylor than... Greene ever make any kind of compelling argument about McCarthy being elected speaker? I don't think so. I think I she think got so a position that he offered her, I think so and too. that's why she went up there. Because yeah. I think her main goal is to get on some committee and start holding some Democrats responsible for some of the shit that they've done. I think they all have their own agenda of what I they want to do. Yeah. So but when you're sitting there just basically, you know, echoing Donald Trump saying "Daddy said, Daddy said," it's like, the, yeah. no, you're just you're a shell for him. I got yeah. no respect for you. I mean, yeah, she's she loves him. I think you so know, too. I, I think a lot of them do. A lot of people do. I think there's a very unhealthy, yeah, a very unhealthy relationship with many of those people to where it's just like Donald Trump is God to them. And if you don't simp for Trump, then get behind me, Satan. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Interesting uh, title here or interesting article. Um, The Catholic Church has got some issues outside of the whole kid fucking thing. I know, man. Uh, The Church of England to bless gay marriages under bishop ruling. Now, Catholics, make this make sense to me. I'm not bashing Catholicism here. That's not what I'm doing. I'm simply asking you a question and trying to have this explained to me. Let me read the article first. Bishops in the Church of England have given the green light for gay marriages to be blessed by officials within the faith. Homosexual couples who have recently married with a civil settling will soon be able to have their union blessed within Anglican churches in England. Uh, with Church of England bishops having reportedly voted in favor of the practice as part of efforts to reform the faith. Reform means to reform. Okay, reform. Show me wherever in the history of Catholicism there was ever an acknowledgement or acceptance of homosexuality. Yeah, I don't think that's in the it, Ten it, Commandments in so, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure you're going to find not, that. It's, it's not. Stone. Yeah. So it's not that you're trying to reform the church. You're trying to change the church to adhere to the culturally norms that exist or the cultural norms that exist today. Therefore, embracing of homosexuality. But the funny thing about this article is that uh, despite the move representing a massive concession to pro-LGBT factions within the church, many activists remain unhappy due to bishops failing to go further by permitting single-sex marriages within the religion. So this is what Catholicism does. This is what a lot of organized religions do, and that's why I've got no respect for you cowards and you false prophets and you wolves in sheep's clothing, to include the Pope. When you want to sit there and say, we don't want to allow... I don't know why I'm doing a Jew impression on that one. Let me back that up. Hominis, I'm a patre. Um, when the church says we will not acknowledge, hey, you can't get married here. The penis doesn't go in the butthole of the guy. No, it doesn't work. It's an interesting question. Can Jewish gay people get? 
I don't think so. The Jews would never concede that. I don't think so. I don't know. Do we have any Jews I... in chat? I'm asking for a goyim. Anywho, if I was a rich man. Um, I kind of look, I'm, I'm kind of dressing like an old uh, old Jew, old-timey Jew back in the day of like a Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, this, is you, they, this is what they wore. You got any diamonds under that thing or what? <laughs> I got some gold. <laughs> don't cancel us. Sorry, they're just jokes, Jews. My bad. I've got a Jewish girlfriend. No, I really don't, but whatever. Um, it's very interesting to me how the Catholic Church tries to make this ever so slight concession, saying, hey, we don't agree with homosexuality, but we will bless your union. Now, you explain to me, this is why Catholics, your religion or your representatives need to go. The wokeness in the church, I don't even agree with Catholics, but it's like, my God, you're falling. You're falling quick. But when your, when your teachers and leaders will say, we'll bless this union, you are saying God will bless this union, but your church does not allow for them to actually get married. So which is it? The fact is you will not hold true to doctrine. You will not hold true to defending and representing the faith. Instead, what you are doing is to compromise for the sake of popularity to get more people involved in uh, Christendom, or excuse me, Catholicism, because you know the church numbers are probably waning because society is dying morally theologically they are dying that does not mean you change the doctrine it means if anything you hold true more than ever to the doctrine in the face of the waves of opposition that's what christ would want christ didn't start making concessions with the jews and the romans simply simply to save his own skin therefore if representatives on earth are not willing to undergo the same thing then what right do you have to call yourself actual christians and what chance do you think that you are really going to have to make it into the kingdom of God. If you are so willing to throw out doctrinal beliefs as handed down by our forefathers, proclaimed by God himself through the hand or through the, the hands of men to write those interpretations, and you would so willingly cast it aside, you are nothing but Joel Olsteins. Nothing but Joel Olsteins. It's okay to not agree with homosexuality. It's okay. What's wrong with that? Does it mean you hate them? No, but it just means I'm not going to go out and marry. I don't think the church should recognize it. If you don't like it, go start your own religion. Isn't that what you all say? Go start your own yeah. homosexual Christianity religion. And if you want to, if you dare to try to use the Bible, I mean, I'm sorry. It's the blind leading the blind at that point. But still, I find this so hypocritical, so hypocritical. The church would do this, but it's not shocking. No, it's not. Look how much gold they hoard. Look how much greed they have. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just Catholicism. This is churches in every denomination. If you're walking into a church and there is gold everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Jesus said, give to the poor, feed the homeless, help them, yada, yada. He didn't say hoard the wealth. He didn't say take these gold and make these gummy. My God, if in the wilderness in 40 years they made a golden calf to worship and that was wrong, do you think making an image of God out of gold suddenly makes it right? It's still the very act of making a golden calf and worshiping that instead of God. You're not worshiping the temple. You want to make it respectable as possible, but within the realms of common sense, but do your best to give back. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that. I do not see that, especially when you are conceding on religious grounds such as this because of popularity. That's what makes me think the Antichrist will come from the Pope. I really believe the Antichrist will be the Pope. I don't know if it's this one. I don't know if it's the next one, but I truly feel the Antichrist will come from Catholicism uh, out from the Pope. He's at the top of my list. He's, uh, yeah. And imagine being in a day and age where me even just saying this would get my head chopped off. Yeah. That's why I still think that America is the greatest country to live in. Mm-hmm. And my God, we got our problems, though. We yeah. do have our problems. Uh, according to a press release issued by the Church of England, bishops voted in favor of same-sex blessings after a six-year consultation period as part of efforts to reform the faith. Reform the faith. Yeah, I don't get that. This is... Um, this is something they just say to make it sound as if we need to come together. Is that what God told you to do? Is that what the thoughts of man are? What are the thoughts of God versus the, to make changes in something typically a social, political, or economic institution or practice in order to improve it? So you're reforming it, but is that going to improve it? I don't think so, because you're not doing it for the sake of improving. You're doing it for the sake of conceding and growing in popularity to make it more inclusive. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. When you say we want to be more inclusive, therefore, there is no longer a door with a lock on it. And in order to get through that door, this is how you have to see it. Now it's the doors are wide open and we've got no doctrine. It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah, it's strange how it's always the Catholic Church making all these concessions. Yeah. 
Like, like, so you don't see the Muslims doing this. You oh, don't hell see Jewish no. people Oh, doing God, this. no. You will never see Muslims. Come. Oh, no. Not to that extent. Now, of course, you're going to have Western Islam that I feel is more tolerant of it. They're not conceding that they should be made legal and should be done in, under uh, Allah's blessing. They will never have that. But within Catholicism, it's like, my gosh, dude, this is, this is no wonder. Mm-hmm. No wonder. And it's just sad to see that. It's just, again, it's morality is dying. Doctrine is dying. You don't see people preaching. That's why I can't go to a lot of these churches because they will not preach the doctrine of the actual Bible. They refuse to, especially in the book of Corinthians. Oh, let's dive into Revelations. Let's see what that's all about. Let's let's look what Paul said, the teachings of Paul. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Women shall not take up garments pertaining to a man. Uh Uh-oh. What does that mean? There's various different interpretations on that one. Woman shouldn't have her head unshorn. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot. Do we want to unpack that, folks? Why? Because it's difficult to do. The path, and it's very interesting that you can take these two examples, but the path to trying to pursue a better version of yourself by abiding by the Bible is a difficult one. It is a straight and narrow one that you will fall off of many times, but that's what grace is for. That's what forgiveness is for. Versus you take the path everyone travels, you launch your OnlyFans, you become an immoral degenerate, you sell your soul and your spirit, and you're nothing but just cesspool fodder eventually. Do you not see the difference here? Even in the pursuit of wealth or fortune to take care of your family, there is the hard path, and then there is the easy path. And folks, if you don't know which one you're on, chances are you're probably on the easy path. Because the hard path, you will know it. You will know it. But the thing is, once you're successful on that hard path, you're going to appreciate it 10 times more because you have worked your fingers to the bone to do it the right way, and you've earned it. You earned it with the sweat of your brow, using your mind, using your back, taking chances versus just cashing in for an easy quick buck. Just the way it is. Uh... Okay, you know, I really feel like this is good. Okay, the, the article is Trump plots return to Facebook and Twitter. We've said this before. Opinion hasn't changed. This is just my, my view on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm sure yours will probably be the same because it makes sense. Trump's coming back to Twitter. Yeah. He'd be stupid not to. Trump's got 4 million followers on uh, Truth Social. Truth Social uh, does not compare to Twitter. Look, I'm on Truth Social. It's John Burke over there. I, I still use it on occasion. Uh, respect for what they do over there. I know a lot of those guys. But Twitter is where it's at. Trump needs to go where his voter base is, and it's not true social. The numbers reflect. So I really feel when we get closer to uh, campaigns. I'm not a huge fan of the name either. True social? Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. I don't know how they ended up with that. Because it was speak your truth. It's like, that's ridiculous. That's leftist rhetoric. It's not, there is only one universal truth. That's all there is to it. Now, there's different interpretations of the truth, but there is only one truth. But Again, we have to go where the numbers are. Yeah. To, any, to be successful, you've got to go where the people are. And if Trump does not go to Twitter, he's foolish. So the article says former President Donald Trump is petitioning the fascists at Facebook to unblock his account, reports the far-left NBC News. He also intends to resume tweeting. We believe that the ban on President Trump's account on Facebook has dramatically distorted and inhibited the public discourse. Trump's campaign wrote in its letter to Meta on Tuesday, according to, they're not going to let him back on. Facebook will not. You don't think so? No. I, I don't. I don't know. Not prior to 2024. Hell no. We'll see. I really don't think so because they know. I think if he's they got do, a pretty good shot. Of being reinstated on Facebook? Yeah. No. No I, I think if they don't, then. The only reason they did it on Twitter is Elon bought it. I think if, he, if they don't, then he will file a lawsuit. But once this January 6th thing is it's over. behind everybody. Yeah, it's over then they really, I mean. So there was nothing. I mean, that's a good nothing. point. There, that's a good point. There were no findings yeah. in January outside of his tax returns, and he still didn't break any laws. Right. He, he's never broken any laws. He didn't break any laws. That so, we know of. Yeah. So maybe maybe you <laughs> have, look, some, maybe you have something. Hard. Maybe he could sue Twitter because, again, the January 6th committee found nothing. Or Excuse me, Facebook. Yeah. Maybe. You're right. You're right. There, There's so, a possibility. But it's like. I think they put the pressure on him. But it's like, why would you do that? Why are you going to Facebook? Yeah, because they're going. They're all they're going to do is look for a reason to ban you again. Versus Twitter, because there's still a lot of people that use it. A lot of boomers still use Facebook. That's that's true. So not a lot of people are going to True Social, obviously. But it just feels kind of like you're going back into the 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 dragon's den, and they are going to shadow ban you. If he's a political figure, yeah, then he's running for president. Yeah, then it's their responsibility to reinstate him because everybody has the right to this information. I, I agree. I fully agree. So plus, the, it's a it's a dying site anyway. 
You think so? I, yeah. I've, no, I've noticed that the usage, I, I rarely use it anymore. Yeah. Um, for me, it's primarily Instagram and Twitter now. Right. Um, society does seem to be shifting as we go and as we evolve. And it, it, you're right. I think Facebook is primarily con, uh, comprom- or comprised of the boomers and the older millennials. It is. But it does feel like everybody is on Twitter and most are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facebook does. And I, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I don't like Facebook. I think Zuckerberg is the biggest freaking cuck there is out there. This guy is yeah. clearly a fascist. He was in bed with the government. It was been proven time and time again. Yeah. But to back to the main point, I think Trump will return to Twitter. He'd be foolish not to. Oh, yeah. He'd be very foolish not to. Yeah. But with that also being said, Elon Musk scores a massive win. Um, for those that didn't know, uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Oh, don't tell me. Okay, yeah, here we go. Uh, speaking of Elon, uh, and I called this one. I called this one. And I, damn, you know, it's it's it's... You can see this coming because all you have to do is just follow the money. Follow the money and the exposure. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is set to run content sponsorship deals with many media and major sports advertisers, according to Axios. Uh, this is an unexpected victory. This is not unexpected, folks. This is not unexpected. The reason that people didn't think something like this wasn't going to happen is you that you le- you listened, you allow yourself to be manipulated by the mainstream leftist narrative that Twitter's falling, it's crumbling, the empire is dying. No, because what Elon still has is access to millions of accounts. Millions of accounts. Whether you like him or not, from a sponsorship perspective, you would be a fool not to engage in, in sponsorship deals on Twitter. And here's the best part. A lot of these companies have pulled out. And folks, what you don't seem to understand or realize is in a free market capitalistic society, when a slot becomes available because somebody wants to clutch their pearls that Nazi supporting Elon has now taken over, there will be a company that has enough common fucking sense to say, well, clearly is not a Nazi. We will take that slot and we will match the ad revenue. Elon is not going to be hard up to lock in people to advertise on Twitter. Case in point, this article. Listen to this. Less than three months after completing the acquisition of Twitter for $44 billion, the serial entrepreneur may finally have his biggest victory, the commitment of big sports advertisers with the sustainability of juicy contracts. The microblogging website has reached agreements with major advertisers to continue promoting their services, events, and products on the platform, reports Axios. Folks, even Apple, even Apple, Apple did not go through with the suspected removal of Twitter from the Apple store because Twitter is not Parler. Mm-hmm. Parler doesn't even rank compared to Twitter. Twitter has millions of users. That's a lot of money for advertisement. And Apple knows, oh, they're getting their piece. Oh, they're getting their piece. Folks, it's money before morality. And anybody that says otherwise is full of shit. They are full of shit when it comes to this type of deals. In the cultural realm of the BLM, the LGBT, this, that, the other, angry housewives with kitchens, or blue-haired, fat, ugly feminists, or whatever the case, whatever the movement is, underwater basket waving for cartoon characters, I just don't, I don't know, whatever the insanity is that you can come up with. As long as there is money involved, they're going to do their absolute best to pander to you, yet do something else entirely behind your back. So for the very same people out there that support the LGBT and the BLM and the rest of these Marxist organizations that claim to stand for as allies for them, when you're running ads on Twitter, you're going complete opposite of what they stand for. So therefore, you're not really allies. It's all about the perception of being an ally to score in that community for them to spend money. Case in point, Nike knew that roughly it's like way over black Americans outspend white Americans on shoe purchases way more. So what do they do? They pander directly to black people and fuck me running if they did not pull that one off. Because what do black people do? Oh, the white racist Republicans are gonna boycott the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick, buy more of their shoes. You did the exact same thing you thought Republicans were doing. Boycott the NFL. I'm going to burn Kaepernick's jersey. It's like, okay, you already bought it, but whatever. And then what did the black people do? you, You fulfilled your role. They used you as pawns. Because here's the deal. They knew what Republicans' reactions would be, but they also knew what your reactions would be. It's to put dollars where your morality really is. So does Nike really give a fuck about black rights in America? No. Fuck no, they do not. Does Apple give a flying fuck about you fat, blue-haired, lesbian feminists out there that want to marry each other? Fuck no, they do not. They care 
about your money. And the sooner you wake up and realize this, the sooner you can utilize the system for what it's actually supposed to do, which is remove your morality from business and just sell a good quality product at an affordable price and shut the fuck up. Are you still with me? Damn, I'm on one today. Hot stuff, buddy. Hot stuff. Hot, Hot stuff. Hot chow. Almost all the major sports leagues in the United States, NFL, NBA, the NFL, the NFL, folks. It's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. The NFL, NBA, predominantly black players. Where's the equal representation for white and other minorities in the NBA, folks? Why do we say nothing about that? Look, here's the deal. I don't care. Do I think black people are naturally better athletes? Well, clearly, yes, they are. Look at the representation on the field. Absolutely. That does not make black people better than white people, but in that regard, they are. And that's fine. I'm not threatened by that. But at the same token, playing by liberal leftist rules, where is the equal representation within the NBA? Oh, well, then suddenly it is about who can actually go out on that court and put the points on the board and less about what color your skin is and what you got between your legs. Why don't we see any women trying out to be in the NBA? Well, Brittany couldn't make it. <laughs> That's a dude. Uh, the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, NASCAR, PGA Tour have decided to continue broadcasting content on the social network. This content will revolve around the promotion of their games and related events. Elon is brilliant for this. Mm-hmm. What are most people into? Sports. They are. Still, yeah. Look at Dave Portnoy with Barstool Sports and the gambling that he does on there. Yeah. Very lucrative business. Very lucrative business. That Monday night football game mm-hmm. had over 30 million viewers. There you go. Was it on Twitter? No. I, or just uh, just the ratings by itself? The ratings. But, oh, okay. Like viewerships. Yeah, so. that was the first playoff, wasn't it? Uh, they, no. I think, I think Dallas knocked the Bucks out. Yeah. I think Tom Brady is now like pissed. Oh, uh, yeah. They curb stomped them. Yeah. that It was like 31 to 14, I think, the end. E, yeah. Yeah. Now, the girlfriend is asking about that, and it's just like, all I can say is this. Like, if the Cowboys lose, it's going to be like, well, we'll get them next season. It's like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. Uh, Good for the Cowboys, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, for example, expect the NCAA to commercialize March Madness, the NBA to promote the playoffs, and the NFL to overwhelm Twitter users with ads about the Super Bowl. And Elon is making bank. So all these articles that you're seeing on social media right now that are circulating saying, oh, Elon's got to pay the first amount of the interest on his loan to buy Twitter. (laughs) Folks, these people that are writing these articles are nothing but journalists. They're not actually business owners, so they don't know what they're talking about. They can can chicken scratch that shit out, make it sound sexy as hell. It's an enticing advertising headline. But any business owner or entrepreneur can look at what Elon just did and say, no, you're not going to make money right away. But give it time because it will happen. That's what gets me about some of these D bags that you see on Twitter talking about yeah. uh, paying minimum wage and how yeah. much a business owner should or what a business. And they themselves are yeah. business owners. They yeah. don't own small businesses. No. They don't have to employ no. people or worry about health care. I saw this pro- one dude. He tried to break this thing down. It was talking about in the state of Denmark or not the state. My God, the country. I, I was going to Shakespeare. There's something rotten in the state of Denmark. But in Denmark, they were comparing a minimum wage employee for McDonald's to America's. And over there, it's like they get $22 an hour with benefits, paid vacations, blah, 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 blah. They said in America, it's $9 an hour, no benefits, no pay, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, you know, and this one guy's like, see, they make more. Over there, they're a socialistic, they have socialist policy, they have a, a capitalistic foundation, but it's like, yes, they have a 55% taxable income. Yeah. It's like, so they take home more. It's like, in that category. It's the same amount of money. In the, Exactly, in that category. <laughs> now, the one thing that a lot of you do not take into account is an increase in money, in earning. So when that minimum wage employee wants to go someplace else, and that minimum wage is $22 an hour, wants to go somewhere else, how much they give, are they going to increase? Okay, so now you're paying them $28. Maybe they fall into a new tax bracket, or, or if it's just 55%, so now you're paying more. Mm-hmm. So when you're making less, yes, of course it's very enticing. But the more you increase, the more you're going to pay. So what is it really for socialists out there? What's that dividing line before you're finally like, you know what, I've had enough. All the work I'm putting into this, the government is taking, and what is it doing with it? Oh, these examples are great because they prey upon the simplistic minds that don't have the experience that business owners do. So when that guy tries to do the math, it's like, oh, well, you know, you're going to be paying more in taxes, but you're taking more home. It's like, oh, 
I don't Jesus, think that's right. Jesus, help. He tried to do this mathematical equation. It's like with a 55% tax rate, but it was like, okay, it's like now make more. Then you you pay more. When you're making less, you pay less. So naturally your take home is going to be higher. I'm like, who does this doesn't make, make any s- fucking sense. Who does it make sense to? People who just don't like Republicans or conservatives or, or, yeah. or libertarians. It's or that it's that because well I, people I get, who work. But here's the thing is I get where they're coming from because they look at our capitalistic system that's actually not. It's corporatism. And they're using this as the example and saying this is why capitalism failed. Well, in a sense they're right. But if you and I hate saying this because it's about socialism. If you gave actual capitalism a shot, which the thing between socialism and that excuse is that it's actually already been done and it's worked. Thus it spawned greed and corruptibility from corporations getting in bed with the government. 1970s Hong Kong was a perfect example. Go look again, go back and look at Milton Friedman's series on freedom to choose, freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it explains it very well. But uh, we already talked about it. Greta Thunberg laughs in video with German police before coal mine detention photo op staged for cameras. Uh, Ray Charles could have seen that one coming. This, this is, yeah. But I do love that uh, freaking... I do love that Ben Shapiro is just ripping her up and down on this one. Just like, yeah. Such a little turd. Like, that that cop's got her by the arm, and she's just sitting there smiling. Very, no pressure, whatever. She just, you know, great. I'm surprised, like, minorities in America are getting pissed off. It's like, you know if she was black, she'd be dead. But they're not going to say that about good old Greta. Oh, oh they're no, not going to say no, that about good old Greta. Uh-oh. Uh, I wonder why. That's why Republicans yeah. need to get in there and start using these liberal tactics. Of like, hey, man, I mean, do you think if Greta was black, they'd have treated her the same? Uh oh. Where were they? Germany. They were in Germany. Germany. That's what we need to start doing. Go stir up the hornet's nest of liberals by interjecting those like liberal esque style of uh, quotes or style of statements. Like, well, you think if Greta was black, you would have treated her like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, folks. Come on. Come on. Play their games. Get them pissed off. It's funny to watch liberals cry. It is. It's, it's truly funny. All right. Um, Mount Rushmore. Do you know activists want to try and tear that down after Trump visited in 2020? Oh, yeah. Um, there's being a bill put before that's basically say no federal funds could ever be used to uh, take it down because apparently Native Americans are butthurt that they got their asses whooped and they feel like that's just a, a bane. Of, like, look, here's the deal. Um, it has been proven time and time again that white European settlers are very good at colonizing and bringing in uh, progressive technologies, stuff like that. This has been proven time and time again. Case in point, the Native Americans got their asses whooped. They want to replace it with a big bronze dog. Let's say. <laughs> 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 Let's put Chief Squatting yeah. Horse up there. You what the fuck good. did he bring society? We put a big bronze dong up there. <laughs> it's like beasts. I don't get what they thought. Like, I, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and he was just like, what were they thinking? I was like, no, look, let's, let's, that's not even it. This was a $10 million statue, okay? This had to go through. Uh, I got to see where that money went. Well, like this had, the- exactly. This had to go through an approval process of multiple committees, multiple peoples, multiple votes being taken. Uh, Folks, you want to talk about a classic example uh, of a society so blinded by racial in, uh, discrimination and separation that they somehow thought and it, it, it would be even better if the board was all white. It'd be oh, neat, because yeah. you know this was from a black artist. And no one, oh, and here's the beauty of it, folks. So listen up real quick. This is probably from a black... Let me, let, I don't know if this is true. Let's look up who the MLK statue artist is. MLK statue artist. Who is this? Um, who? Let's look. Can we make it more phallic? Oh, my God. <laughs> who is the artist? Uh, I'm trying to find this real quick. Can somebody look this up for me? I don't want to have a le- I don't want to have dead air in the show. But the thing is, if this was a black artist, they are not going to tell him no. Whatever this artist produces, they will not tell him no. Because if they did and say it needs to be better, now you're trying to impede a black artist. So now it's based upon the color of the, the color, the, the color, the color, the color of the artist's skin warrants the level of worth of the art, not the actual art itself. Therefore. Minority privilege, once again, is proven real. This is true, folks. Sculpted by... Is this right? Isabel... 
McLovin? No, know. there's no way. There's no. Is the way McLovin? Are you serious? It's McIvan or something. Let's see. Is Spell this, for is me. Is this right? Uh, let me find it. Just lost her name. Damn it. I'm. I'm. Yeah. MC. I V A I N M C. What is it? M C. What? Oh wait, hey, that's a full size. Oh, never mind. That's Kennedy. Oh, you're killing me. Either way, sorry. You, sorry. you get the I point that I'm trying to make here. You get the point that I'm trying to make. I'm trying to find it. There it is. But um, moving on, we'll we'll come back to that. But this is an interesting take. Representative Burgess Owens slams racist San Francisco reparations plan that paints Black Americans as hopeless. Here it is, Hank and Williams hapless. Thomas. I'm Hank Williams, who? Hank Willis Thomas. Hank Willis Thomas. Let's see. Hank Willis Thomas. Uh, got it. Uh, let me see. Uh, he's of uh, the African-American descent. So he's black. There you go. There you go. Black artist feels like he knows all about what MLK went through because he himself is black. Well, I mean, it would make sense for a black person to do I agree, a statue. Of- but that's one of those catch-22s of, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I, do, I don't care. I feel like a white person or another minority could make an equal, if not, well, anybody could have made a better statue than this one. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. But it, it was going to be a black person because folks who live in an age where they they were basically criticizing Brendan Fraser for playing an obese person when it should have been played by an actual obese person. That's called acting. That's called acting, you fucking peasants. Don't try and influence the culture war with your woke bullshit because you're going to lose. But the simple fact still stands, though. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of fucking money. You think they're going to tell this black artist, no, this doesn't look good. It's like, whoa, what, because I'm black? Oh, oh, we don't mean that. This is what what the racial lines have created in our society, folks. So welcome to minority privilege. It It is real. It is real. Did you see that? Let's see. It's a San Francisco committee proposes a $5 million payout to every longtime black resident. That's the black reparations that they're calling for. Yes. And that's why this uh, this representative is saying this paints black Americans as hopeless and hapless. Oh, well, my other God. question is, do people really think by uh, example of the government, for example, do we think that by throwing more money at an issue is the fix of the issue? Because we do this with the government and it does not seem to fix these issues. You think by giving black people more money... That's going to fix these issues? How is it taking money from people who had nothing to do with exactly. a certain thing that happened a couple hundred years ago? Exactly. To pay people off who and had how far nothing are we going back? To how far back are we going to reparations? What about the over 600,000 white Americans that died freeing the slaves? Yeah. Are they getting reparations from these black slave Wasn't owners? like 400,000 white people died during the Civil War. It's like 600,000, yeah. 600,000, yeah. It's a lot of people. Anything for that? Matter of fact, more white people died in that war than black people did as slaves within America. I like the one English lady's uh, mm-hmm. response where she said, yeah, if you're going to do it, like track it all the way back to mm-hmm. the Africa, African no. kings. and Uh-oh, suddenly a lot of these black Americans get to start owing over reparations to some of these African tribes. It's like, yeah, your ancestors enslaved ours and sold us up the river. She's like, or vice versa. A lot of these ancestors or these black Americans are sold out by the Africans. It's like, where's our reparations? And they'd be like, uh, you can go fuck yourself. We ain't paying you shit. And you ain't nothing. If you don't it's, like it, come uh, come live over here it's right down in that cobalt mine. <laughs> <you go> to- <laughs> uh, here put this headlamp on get go down. dig for those diamonds for greta thurnberg go, go dig for the lithium for the yeah. batteries to, the cobalt <laughs> yeah absolutely oh my gosh um church of england bishops slated to uphold ban on same-sex marriage will issue apology to lgbtq people the pope is losing his control of the church if you have a bishop that will not adhere and openly and passive-aggressively disagrees with you, that bishop should be relieved. He will not do it. Again, the church has been infested by woke homosexual agendas. The church has fallen. It is only a matter of time. All right, folks, we're going to end it on a good note here. Okay, we're gonna, I know there's a lot of negativity. There's, there, there's just a lot of negativity out there. We want to bring you some interesting little factoids here. 46 interesting facts you probably didn't know. For example, did you know that a snail can sleep for three years? Did you know that? Nope. I didn't know that. All polar bears are left-handed. I didn't know polar bears had hands. I'm going to Google this.
Uh, are polar bears male and left-handed? The truth behind the myth. Uh, it has long been reported that polar bears are left-handed or left-pawed, to be more precise. The claim often gets shared online or gets talked about in the pub, which often sparks debate on how much truth there is to the statement. Those that observe big bears have actually debunked the myths in surrounding them. So how accurate is the myth? Uh, here's what you need to know on National Left-Handers Day. Um, unfortunately, there is actually no evidence to back up the claim that all polar bears Ursus maritimus, which means sea bear, are left-handed. Scientists say the polar bears actually appear to be ambidextrous and favor both paws equally. I'm glad we looked that up. So that means I'm not reading the rest of that bullshit article because clearly it's clickbait. And they're just I looking for there's a left-handed day. Dude, there's a fucking day for like left testicles. I don't know. We have a day for everything. Uh, yeah. dude. It's ridiculous. You know Everybody's right gonna have their own day. Right-handers call it uh, Strangers Day. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Dutch Rudder Day. It's it's a, the, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. It's the Dutch Rudder's Day, folks. Well, no, you know, it's interesting because we look at this and to have your own day is indicative of everyone gets a trophy. Because it started with, with, with fun things like National Donut Day, National Pizza Day. Why do black people get a fucking month? Uh, I don't know. Why do gay people get a month? Mm. Where, where do white people? What, what about all the contributions to society that we we bring to the table? Where's our Where's our month? Hmm. Weird. All right, folks. That that does it for the end of the. That does it for today's episode. We appreciate you being here today. Hey, if you could go leave us a great review over on iTunes, it goes a very long way. We're very appreciative of that. And if you could like the podcast, hit that little thumbs up. It helps boost us in the algorithm and gets the views up. We appreciate that. Also, don't forget, do us a favor. Go spam Crowder's comments and DMs. Tell him to respond to John Burke. I would love to sit down and talk to him. And, you know, if we don't work together, at least we tried. But I'm sure that dude's email is like inundated with emails like crazy. For ours to get picked, I have no idea. And I wish I could get this guy's freaking location. I'd go, I'd go show up on his doorstep like, hey, bro, I'm not a fanboy, but what you've got going, we want to help contribute to because I feel like we got a lot to offer. So, I like the way those jeans look on you, too. I like the way that beard looks. I like to put my semen in it. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with me? I don't yeah, know what's wrong right. with me. All right, folks, as always, we appreciate you listening. You got anything to have, man? Yeah, you guys have a great day. And as always, you stay savage, America.